0: Have you ever wanted the superpower to influence other people to do good in this world? Well today Pastor Lord is gonna teach us how we could do that. West Light. today i wanted to talk to you about this gift that god has given us to influence and to inspire others to be forces of his love and his grace and his peace and his justice in our world no matter what is going on and that 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 uh gift that he's given us that gift that superpower that he's given us to to influence and inspire is the power of our words and our words matter Right? We know that our words matter. We saw that when Amanda Gorman shared her inaugural poem. The day after she shared her inaugural poem, she gained 300,000 Twitter followers. Like she inspired so many. She touched so many hearts. But we know what it's like personally as, as we've had people speak into our lives and speak into our hearts and, and empowered us and inspired us to do and be better people. But we also know what it's like to have people kind of crush us and say things that are hurtful and harmful that have, that have really crushed our spirits. Do You know that it takes five positive comments to combat one negative comment. And so this negative comment, you know, those those harmful and hurtful words are so damaging. So let's read James 3, verse 1 and 2. Not many of you should become teachers, my brothers and sisters. You know that we will be judged more severely. All of us make many mistakes after all. If anyone makes no mistakes in what they say, such a person is a fully complete human being capable of keeping firm control over the whole body as well. And I love what James is saying here. He's like, you know what? Nobody is perfect at this. We all say the wrong things. We all say hurtful things, whether we mean it or not. And there's that ninety. There's that one percent that they're just evil and they want to hurt and they say mean, harmful, hurtful things. But all of us are that other 99 percent where we may not say anything intentionally where we're out to hurt someone because we're evil but we do it and we all do it no one is perfect at this okay let's look at james uh let's look at verses three through four we put bits into the mouths of horses to make them obey us and then we can direct their whole bodies consider too the case of large ships it takes strong winds to blow them along But one small rudder will turn them whichever way the helmsman desires and decides. And so what James is saying is like, there's just this little thing, but it's so powerful, right? He uses the metaphor of the bit and the rudder. This little thing can turn the direction of this big, strong animal or this big, strong ship in the midst of winds blowing. It's so powerful. Okay, let's read 5 through 8. In the same way, the tongue is a little member, but boasts great things. See how small a fire it takes to set a large forest ablaze? And the tongue is a fire. The tongue is a world of injustice with its place established right there among our members. It defiles the whole body. It sets the will of nature ablaze, and it is itself set ablaze by hell. Every species of beast and bird of reptile and sea creature you see can be tamed and has been tamed by humans, but no single human is able to tame the tongue. It is an irrepressible evil full of deadly poison. So you guys, James is trying to paint this picture for us of how destructive our words can be. And we live in California, and we know how destructive wildfires are, right? It just is one small spark. It can just set a flame acres and acres of land and destroy properties, homes, animals and, and wildlife. And, and that's the picture that James is, is, is giving us. That, but I love how he says, you know, that it, it's hard. He recognizes the challenge of it and, and, and how hard it is to make sure that everything we say is perfect and nice and a blessing, right? So let's go on to James um, 3, 9 and 10. By it, we bless the Lord and Father, and by it, we curse humans who are made in God's likeness. Blessing and curses come out of the same mouth. My dear family, it isn't right that it should be like that. I think James was like the first therapist. He was like a therapist before he became the leader of the church. Um, Because he was like, what he's saying is, he wants our lives to be integrated. He doesn't want us to have these little compartmentalizations. You know, this this is who I am when I'm at church. And this is who I am when I'm at home. And this is who I am when I'm at work. You know, but he's saying like, look, wants us to be integrated. So then he goes on in verse um, 11 and 12. Does a spring water put out both sweet and bitter water from the same source? Dear friends, can a fig tree bear olives? Or a vine bear figs? Nor can salt water yield fresh? So what he's saying is is our hearts are the source of, of where our words are coming from. So if our words are being... Hurtful and harmful that means something inside us our hearts have are hurting that somewhere we feel like we've been violated or we've been and we've been hurt and so and this is the time when you know maybe when if you grew up in the church and and I probably taught this too that um we shouldn't say bad things right and so we're like okay we got to be good christians and we got to say loving things and we shouldn't say bad things about people or we shouldn't swear we shouldn't say the, you know and then we're like oops we said it and then we ask god for forgiveness and we say please jesus help me not to yell at my kids or please jesus help me not to swear when i'm driving in my car or playing basketball and then you know we say it and then we're like oh jesus forgive us and we just kind of go in that cycle over and over again where James is like saying, no, it's not about your willpower. It's not something you can decide to do and all of a sudden start doing it. He's saying, we got to get to the source of the problem. We need to examine the heart because the heart is where the pain is. And that is what's, that's why these harmful words are coming out. And, and sometimes we don't even know how we've hurt one another. Like we use words that are loving but to the recipient is very hurtful, and so I've heard a lot of talk about people wanting unity, and and so they're like, but they don't want to talk about it. We don't want to talk about our differences. We don't want to talk about how we've hurt one another. But come on, people, let's just be uni- unified, and they're like that's that's hurtful. That's even more hurtful, even though we're trying to be loving. But really, unity is like let's dig down, let's connect heart to heart, and what's really what's really painful, let's talk about it. Let's listen to one another and let's really understand one another. And after we've done that, may that connection of the heart unify us. Um, and even if we don't agree, may our commitment to one another as image bearers and image restores unify us. Our microaggressions that we, we use can be hurtful. And we think, well, it's just a joke or it's just a small thing, but it's very hurtful. Sometimes people attack us and, and they, you know, judge us. And so we judge back, and you know, we react and we judge back and we say something hurtful back. All of the circumstances reflect some kind of hurt or as Tim said last week, some unmet need that we have in our hearts. And so what James is saying is that is that God is inviting us. He loves us and he sees our hearts. And he, he's not saying you're bad because you said that and why did you say that? Why don't you be a good Christian? You know, he's that is not his tone at all. But he said, let's, what's going on? Tell me about what's going on in your heart. And let's tend to that heart. And maybe there's some healing that needs to take place. Maybe there's some grieving that needs to take place or some forgiveness. Or maybe maybe we need to have the, the hard conversation with the person that, that we feel injured by. But those, that's the kind of courageous work of grace and transformation that needs to happen in our hearts. Because God cares about our hearts. And when it's hurt, he wants to help heal and mend it and make us whole. And then from that place, as we experience that healing and transformation, then the words that that we express can be words that inspire and influence, that can help even in our own healing as we experience our own healing and and transformation that God uses that to help others heal and transform that's our superpower that that he gives us to inspire others to to love at greater capacity to be people of grace to be people of freedom and peace and to bring more justice into this world by being who we are and so I want to encourage us this week to you know may God give us the courage and the grace to to do the hard work. To maybe think about what are the some of the ways that um, I have said things to my parents or my spouse or my children or my coworkers or, you know, what have I said to that that was harmful? And even to consider like some of the harmful things that, that we say to ourselves, right? Our 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 judge inside of us can be so harsh and our tone can be so harmful and just yeah just harsh maybe we need help to you know, to understand what is that harm that we experienced or that unmet need that we have and as we heal we will be transformed and as we transform the fruit of that the result of that is we will we will be that um, we will use our superpower for love and grace and peace and justice and freedom and it won't be um, something that we're trying to do but it'll be something that will naturally happen and we'll be like whoa you know I I am moving more towards blessing others and less towards cursing others that I'm less Apt to say something hurtful that I would did you know a few months ago than I was before, you know now that now I'm a lot different and it's not from the trying but it's from the the transformation the new that we are experiencing in Christ we understand that when we mess up that God is not that harsh judge that is scolding us but no, he is a loving God who sees our hearts and longs to help us and walk with us and guide us through this healing process, this process of transformation so that we can use the gift that he's given us. And our words matter. I love um, Amanda Gurman's, the the last couple sentences of her poem. She said, for there is always light, if only we're brave enough to see it, and if only we're brave enough to be it. And so I pray that God would give us the grace and the courage we need, that he would use others to inspire us to do the hard work, to do the self-reflection and the self-examination, So that we can be that light, so that we can use our superpower to inspire love and grace and peace and freedom and justice in our world, wherever we are.